0: Welcome to Mortgage Magnates the podcast. It's a brand new decade, so why not have a brand new name? We got a lot to cover today including our next 10 trips around the sun and the acronym wait. Let's go. We've got a brand new name, but it's the same great podcast. It's Mortgage Magnates, the podcast brought to you by MM University. You can visit Mortgage Magnates at MortgageMagnates.com. What is Mortgage Magnates? If you haven't heard of it and you're just getting started with us, we are a streaming service for mortgage brokers. Essentially, it's a Netflix for mortgage brokers. All of the content that is on Mortgage Magnates is video content, no longer than 15 minutes in length, and it's all done by brokers like You. The magnates of the industry share their best practices on what it is that makes their mortgage business tick so that you can too. If you want to join, it's easy. It's only $13.99 a month and it is unlimited access to unlimited content all the time, including these podcasts. Welcome to episode seven of Mortgage Magnates, the podcast, formerly Case of the Mondays. We're really excited to have you here. I'm Chris Baker, your host and also president and CEO of. Of mortgage Magnates. Uh, we're thrilled because it's a brand new decade, a brand new name for the podcast, and Mortgage Magnates has done really, really well in, in 2019. We're really excited to take it into new territory as we enter this brand new decade. And that is actually our very first topic of the decade, is the new decade itself. We all just did it. We all did it. We, we went around, we completed another 10 incredible trips around the sun. A decade is in the books. You start a new one today. Obviously, you're probably returning to work today. This is your first opportunity to get into the office and really start on your new goals for the new decade. And what's interesting, and I heard this on the radio this morning, um, which I thought was very, very intriguing, and it actually helped to drive this topic today, is that the the gone are the days of resolutions more it's it's about trying things you've never tried before or um you know or spending time doing things that you've never you've never even thought of doing before and the resolution the hitting the gym for two weeks and then quitting it has kind of gone by the wayside and i think really now it's about making this your best decade ever the 20s the roaring 20s have started and we are all excited to be in the 20s we're all excited to leave the last decade behind. Many of the stories I heard over the holidays were inspiring ones. Many of them were ones of, of challenges and learning experiences. So as much as I got a chance to spend a lot of time with friends and family on the holidays, um, it really drove this topic for the very first week of the podcast. And just before um, we, we get started on that topic, what I do want to also do is thank all of our guests from 2019, Mike Rogozinski, Carter Zimmerman and Sabina Bubber, um, who have uh, who have been gracious enough to donate their time to us uh, for the former case of the Mondays podcast. Now, of course, Mortgage Magnates, the podcast. Thank you to them. If you haven't had a chance to listen to their interviews, in particular, Sabina Bubber's, um, we're really excited about the opportunity to, to partner with 100 Brokers Who Care. We are going to be giving away 10% of all of our membership revenues, as well as... Advertising revenues that come from lenders, appraisers, and those that advertise with us on mortgagemagnates.com. Uh, we're giving 10% back to 100 brokers who care. We're really excited to partner with them uh, and to do this moving forward. Uh, Sabina gave a great interview on the December 23rd episode of the podcast. So we are really, really excited about that. If you haven't had a chance to hear it, go back and listen to that. Uh, it's an amazing interview. Also, Carter Zimmerman of Finmo, he's the CEO of Finmo. His was the week prior to that. Uh, A lot of great stuff on there. If you've been wondering about Finmo um, and you wanted to know more about the product itself and what it can do to help your business, what better time to take a look at it than a brand new decade and and taking your business into some more modern territory than you've ever been before? Finmo can do that. Uh, Listen to the Carter Zimmerman episode, which was episode five. And of course, Mike Rogozinski, who is a real-life elf on the shelf. Now, he actually does this all year. So you might be thinking, well, the holiday season is over, but re- regardless of that, that elf on the shelf, that real-life elf on the shelf, being Mike Rogazinski for Breakfast Clubs of Canada. Uh, he obviously does appear in a lot of different photos throughout the year, and again, he raises money all year for Breakfast Club of Canada. So uh, thank you to the three of them for their great interviews. We've got fantastic interviews coming up in the coming weeks as well. So stick with us. We've got a lot of great episodes coming up. This week is great too no gas, but we do need to talk about that 10 trips around the sun as i said um, and you know what the thing is we're hurtling around the sun again it's already january the 6th uh, we've began another amazing 10 trips and a journey that will take basically you wherever you want to go the problem is and not really the problem the, the opportunity here is if you let it take you wherever you want to go see for me, I learned a tremendous amount in my last 10 trips around the sun, not the least of which was that we either win or we learn. We I, I don't really actually think we, we ever lose. We never actually truly lose in our lives. We, actually, we might lose people, and of course, that's devastating. We might lose pets. That's devastating. Um, but even in those experiences, we get an opportunity to learn who we are, how we handle things, how we can handle these types of things again in the future as well. So, while some some of those can be sad. Some of those can feel like a lot of loss. It's not a true loss in the end because you get to expand who you become in the future. And this is where we get to do that in a whole new decade. And it really starts uh, with gratitude. I mean, that's that's the, the bottom line. I mean, I learned focus. I learned positivity. I learned how to face incredible odds and difficult challenges. And, and most of all, I learned pra- to practice that gratitude, to, to, to do that each and every day. Be thankful. Thankful for exactly where you are today. So as you sit here January 6th or or the week of this podcast, depending on when you're listening to it. Don't forget how lucky you are to be in the position you're in. Maybe you didn't have the greatest mortgage uh, year in your in your mortgage practice last year in 2019. Maybe you're still slowly getting things going. Uh, but the reality is, be grateful for the things you did get in your mortgage practice. Be grateful for everything around you, like friends and family. And it will truly alter the way you live your life. It will truly alter the way your business does and the approach that you have towards life, gratitude is so, so important. And if you treat gratitude as simply a tool and not what it is truly meant to be, your success won't be sustained for long. So what do I mean by that? Well, if I could teach you Anything, anyone, anything, it is not just to practice gratitude through words, but also through feeling. You know, the reality is, um, you know, as you take your next 10 trips around the sun, you can say you are thankful for what you have and get some kind of temporary power from it. But the true power comes from actually feeling grateful for those things and in particular, feeling good about those things. So saying that you're grateful, getting off of this podcast, stopping it, pausing it, saying, hey, I'm grateful for everything I've done and everything I have in my life is is one thing. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to actually feel it. And this is maybe the hardest part of gratitude. This is maybe the hardest part of making gratitude work for you, but um, because you have to truly feel it, even if you're not in the financial position, the life position, the relationship position, the business position that you want to be in ultimately, you will get there. But you have to be grateful for where you are today, because the person, today makes the person of tomorrow and forget about the past it's not worth it it's been a great decade I'm sure it's been a great decade there's been lots of things that have gone right for you in that decade and lots of things to learn from but the reality is today's person is the only person that's here today and they develop the person you are tomorrow. So so it's really really important to know that if you don't feel the gravi- gratitude and 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 feel and practice that more You gotta feel good about it. And 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 that is where you know you gotta feel good about where you are and and you find the positives and everything that's going on for you. And if you don't do that, it'll be harder to evolve and create a future that you truly want. Because when you're negative or not feeling good, you kind of doom yourself to more of that. And you also get stuck in your past, which stalls that progress. You get stuck in the job you hate, and hopefully that's not your mortgage brokering. Um, you can make that the job you love. Think about how much you give advice. Think of the great advice that you give to clients and how much better you are at it than the banks. Think about uh, you know, how how the impact is on families, especially families looking to buy their first home or maybe they're refying to potentially buy a rental or, or renovate their home to something that they really want it to be. Yeah, it, these are types of things that you get to do for people on, an, on a daily basis. Be grateful for that and feel good about that. Maybe you're stuck in the relationships that are not good for you You, you know, if you do the If you don't practice gratitude You kind of get stuck in the circumstances You, you truly don't deserve And you, you deserve the greatest, uh, greatest circumstances You could possibly have in your life But you'll never reach your true potential If you don't somehow practice gratitude And that's why it's so important And I'm not saying it is easy to change the mindset I mean, we just talked about this, right? And, and your way of living may be that you didn't practice this every day yet uh, and and to, to get into that routine, it's going to take some reminders or even, you know, maybe you it's how you've been raised. You don't you don't really think about that positive attitude and that that extra gratitude you can put out there and 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 really it's not I mean you could say it's the way you're raised you can say it's all you know money isn't everything and, and it's not about money it's about being grateful for everything in life your health your happiness your business your money too but your kids your your family your everything so if you start today you have You have really just uh, begun another decade and and have a whole new trip, 10 trips around the sun to master your true calling, your goals and your future. So... It all starts with that gratitude, and that's why we wanted to make sure we discuss that today as you hurdle into your newest decade. And for me, I'm on a whole new journey career-wise myself as we start the new decade. My passion for lifelong learning, we've got a great presentation we're developing. Uh, If you want us to come out and do that, it's all about how important lifelong learning is and, and the importance of that learning on developing not only your business, but you as an individual, you as an impactful person in this world. So um, my passion also is, is the leadership and the mortgage industry. I mean, obviously, I just came most recently from a role as a BDM now to lead a company that's all about that lifelong learning, that's all about revolutionizing how you learn and running it as a streaming service is really, really exciting. And it's allowed me to uh, to lead that revolutionary new east, uh, e-learning streaming service for mortgage brokers and the mortgage industry. And, and that's going to lead to all new fun and exciting new changes and all new chances to show gratitude for me in the next decade as well, and most importantly, lead to making a difference in brokers' lives. And that's the ultimate goal. And that's, again, also why we chose 100 Brokers Who Care, because that particular um, organization gives back within our industry. And that's a, that's really, really the goal that we have at Mortgage Magnates. And that is where the gratitude lies, is is getting great grateful for the things that we already have, but also the things we are becoming. And and I think you need to do that too. You need to take that time to spend and say, I, I'm grateful for the past decade, but I'm also grateful for the person I am today. And I'm grateful for the things I'm about to become. And you'll have that goal and you'll and and, and new life goals will come up and that will be amazing for you. So so taking that gratitude seriously is so important. To so take that wheel, gratitude is the key in the ignition positivity is the engine itself so let the gravity of the sun and the good and and the good that you do pull you in the direction of your dreams and when this next 10 trips around the sun lead to the next be somewhere at the end of this 10 years as you start it today that will shock you And and shock the you of today. Because what's going to be really fun about this exercise, especially with the gratitude and especially, you know, putting your head down and doing what you want to do in the 20s, is that when you sit here and you you reach 2030, you're person you are today needs to be shocked by the person you were you you are now in 2030 and I think that this is a great adventure that all of you can be on you want to be able to say I can't believe how wonderful my life is and what I've been able to give and the momentum I've established uh, for decades to come so you know uh, for me and from everybody at mortgage magnates and from anybody who's listening to this you know I'm sure we all wish wish each other uh, the best in our t- our next 10 trips or the Sun. It's really, really important to start with the gratitude and then of course, uh, of course, make sure that you stick with it and you feel it. All the way through the next ten years. So that was our topic. That's our soapbox for today. We don't want to stay on it too, too long. But, uh, uh, but again, the gratitude I think in the next ten trips around the sun we're all doing together in this industry. Let's do it together. Let's be brokers helping brokers and uh, and have an exciting ten years ahead. Um, and now, one of the things we wanted to talk about too is is we've had a chance to visit some brokerages and um, and and obviously we're doing a lot of filming at Mortgage Magnates. If you want to be a part of that. That, you can certainly be a part of that as well if you've got some topics to share and some best practices. Uh, but w- we've been doing that. Um, and we also visit brokerages just to say hello. And a lot of times what we're doing is sitting there and ending up doing a little bit of curbside coaching. And we all know what that is. Um, it, it's funny. We sit down in, in some of these brokerages and we we listen to some of the phone calls being made, to some of the appointments being done. And, and, and it's only at their request that we do that. And we try to take a little bit from some of the video and some of the content you find on mortgage magnates to help deliver something a little better and an experience a little better because again uh, and that is uh, you know all about brokers helping brokers and we want to share with you a skill uh, and it's an acronym that we learned a long, long time ago that I learned a long, long time ago. Uh, I've spent the last, you know, 10, 15 years in sales and sales management personally, and in particular in the financial services industry, spending the bulk of that time in, in lending, but not just as a BDM in mortgages. I was also a branch manager for Wells Fargo Financial. I remember the days of 40 year AMS and uh, and, you know, 110 percent loan to value and, and things were easier back then for sure. And a little more transactional, and I think that there's a lot of uh, agents and brokers out there that could really use this particular acronym that when I moved on to uh, some observational coaching within the insurance industry, um, the key theme that came up time and again is that sales team members, you know, they're not experiencing the success that they either did before or that they could have and that they deserve. And we talked about the gratitude. We talked about how you deserve that. We talked about how you need to feel that. It's the same thing when you're sitting down with clients. As you start this new decade, you need to be more cognizant of of where we are today in the sales world. The client today is completely different than the client of 10 years ago, and the client in 2030 is going to be completely different than the client Today, but one thing that they're all going to have in common is that they need you to listen. And what we've seemed to have gotten away from in some of this observational stuff we've been doing, one of the things that that is coming up over and over again is the telling attitude of everyone today. Everybody is the one on the soapbox, and everybody is the one preaching. And what it's doing is it's carrying over to the client. When you're sitting down and having a client appointment, and you're you're talking to the client one of the things that you're probably missing out is that you're probably not listening. And and take a moment today in your first client appointment of the new year, take a moment to, to reassess yourself at the end of that appointment. How much talking did you do versus how much talking did the client do? And the reason we wanna make sure we focus on that is because more and more we're seeing that everybody's all about me, right? You've got your social media posts, you posted what you ate last night, you posted your dog doing something, and I'm guilty of it too, we all are. It's the look at me attitude that the world has today. And there's nothing wrong with it, but what we've done is we've affected sales in a very dramatic way because we have carried that look at me attitude of social media over into the sales world as you're selling mortgages, whatever you're selling, even if it's something else. And, and so you're telling people they need something without ever, without ever truly learning whether they actually need it, telling them it's a good idea to refi. Great, why? Like, I didn't come up with that as the client, so I need you to give me a little more and you need to understand me a little more as well. So it's really, really important to help the client understand why it is that you're recommending something to help the client understand why, uh, they need what you're, you're coming to them with, right? It's not as transactional anymore, uh, especially if you want referrals. So this is, a, this is a, a bit of a segue, but it's a good segue in that if you're not listening, you're not going to get referrals, okay? So why is that? Because when a, trans, when a sale is a transaction, there's nothing memorable about it to a client. Right? They come in, they renew their mortgage, maybe they transfer it from one lender to another, and the transaction is done. And you maybe thought, great, this is great, I got it done, I got them a lower rate, uh, and, and the client walks out the door and goes, next. Time to go to the grocery store, time to do whatever is next, time to review my financial plan, whatever it is, and they forget all about the transaction with you. And how many of you have lost a client to another broker or back to the bank after you did one of those transactional things? The reason is they may not even remember where they went the first time because you didn't give them an experience. And that's what we've gotten away from. But this is your power in the new decade is to get back to giving the experience that the client deserves. And what do we mean by that? Well, because we've become so transactional, because we've learned the ways of the robo-advisor, we don't give an experience to the client. And I can tell you right now, Scotiabank Online or whatever it is that they're using to do their online mortgage application that you think you're losing all your business to, that's not the reason. That's not the reason at all. In fact, they're, they're doing that because it's just easier. They don't have to deal with a conversation that they they don't even get their needs met, right? So, But clients today are really starting to drift back to, especially with the fact that there are brand new rules and there are brand new mortgage rules that affect us all. So clients are drifting back to needing advice. If they come into your office and they're hearing nothing but do this, do this, do this without any questions coming back then they're not actually learning anything. Nobody wants to wait anymore in the sales world. And what do I mean by wait? That is asking yourself during an appointment, W-A-I-T, why am I talking? And if you don't ask yourself this through a sales appointment, you're going to lose the client. They may still do the transactional sale with you, but the likelihood they're gonna go tell their friend Brenda that you, in fact, are the best broker they've ever met and that they should go see you for the proper mortgage advice, they're just not gonna tell Brenda that because there was no advice given and there was no no real ask for what the client really, really needed. So if you can sit there in an appointment and you find yourself kinda doing that, look at me, I'm selling you something, and you're really doing all the talking, think, wait, why am I talking? That's really what the question is. And we, we now live in that attention-driven era, right? So so the client is going to want to talk themselves as well because they're posting on social media. They're out there. They're the look-at-me people as well. But they're the ones that are going to tell you what they truly want. And if you give them something they truly want, maybe they want to renovate a bathroom, but you're telling them to, to do their refi to pay off debt, not really realizing they've got renovations and things to do. If that's the case, you're going to kind of lose them. Yeah, they might still do it pay off their debt, but they won't come back. They're going to go somewhere else in five years, right? Or they're not going to send you any referrals. You got to give clients an experience this year when you're doing this in the brand new year, in the brand new decade, because that's going to be the difference maker for you. That why am I talking? It's an easy solution to your verbal onslaught as a salesperson. We all do it. We're all talkers. We're all salespeople that talk, talk, talk. And that's why we have to make sure that we are making sure we listen and that we can give proper advice. We're still the experts, we're still driving the bus, and we're way better than that robo-advisor on the website to Scotiabank or wherever they're doing that online application. But we have to prove that, and we have to give the client an experience. When you feel yourself sort of diving into solutions before your customer has even said a word, you've got to ask yourself, why am I talking? And then stop, then actually stop and listen to the client let the customer the client have a conversation with you you'll be shocked at what they actually need versus what you were about to offer in almost every case don't let it get transactional it's less about being a vacuum salesperson and more about being a consultant and asking the right questions open-ended questions that produce answers with clues as to what solution is best But you have to wait and you have to actually get that answer. And what's funny is what a lot of people have been doing. And when we sit down with people and tell them this method, they realize in that first appointment that they not only got information about this current transaction, but probably the goals of the next transaction as well. And so they'll enter that in their CRM and say, you know, this person wants to be here in five years. Let's make sure that when we contact them in four years about, about discussing their mortgage options, we bring this up to see where they are in that goal. Or better yet, contact them every single year to see where they are in that goal and keep yourself front of mind. right? From there, you can produce a solution that, that kind of exactly fits your, your client's needs. And, and you're far more likely to place them within that solution if you know what they actually need. If there's somebody that you go, even when you get the approval and you sign the commitment and then they all of a sudden go to the bank, that means the bank gave them something that they need that you didn't find out in your appointment. So when when people say that you caused the client to leave it, it technically is true you may not have done or said anything that made them upset but if they ended up going back to the bank it's it's that the bank gave them something or listened to a need that you didn't uncover in that appointment and that's likely because you didn't use weight so make sure that you do that because if you place it's most likely that you'll place that solution with the client if you did listen so notice you know how you don't sell them on the solution, you're not selling them on anything but you and the advice that you give. You're actually being a consultant. Because when you wait and have a good conversation, they have already sold themselves on the solution without even knowing it. How do we know that? Because when you ask good open-ended questions and you actually W-A-I-T, wait, why am I talking? Listen. When you do that, the client is telling themselves the solution when it comes to what they need. And all you have to do is place the product itself, right? The client's already sold themselves on their need. So as their consultant or their coach or their advice giver, you know, you simply solve for X here. And and you place them in a product that meets the actual need. All because you listened and didn't take a selfie while doing it. It's so important to listen, listen, listen. There is a time and a place for your pitch. You're going to have to do that. You're going to have to show the client how the product meets their needs, but at least you got the need in the first place instead of just making it an assumption of what the need is and hoping the client takes it. Verbal diarrhea is is a big problem in the sales world now, and it's even worse with social media. Just assuming you know what a client needs. Well, they're a millennial, so they must be a first-time home buyer. They want to own right away. Let's do that. Uh, They want to pay off their debts. Let's do that in the refi and forget about the fact that they've been desperately wanting to renovate their kitchen you've got to listen and when you're actually in front of a client stop and wait why am i talking and listen you will be very surprised at the result and your clients will be happier for it which in turn of course means more clients right so think about that if you want to earn more referrals wait Ask yourself, why am I talking? Because the experience you give the client, allowing them to self-discover their need because you're actually sitting there listening instead of telling them what they need will mean they remember you. In fact, 40% more clients remember somebody they had a great experience with. They remember the person, not the business, not the transaction. They remember the person. And if you give them that experience, that person is the person. They'll not only come back to five years down the road, three years down the road, whenever it is they need their next mortgage solution, which you should know, by the way, by making sure you've actually recorded that information. They'll also refer people to you and they'll refer people based on experience. And people want to hear about, good people and they want to hear about good experience if you can give that then you'll get more referrals in the next decade So that wraps up episode seven, our very first as Mortgage Magnates, the podcast. But make sure you listen to all seven episodes because there's great stuff in all of them if you haven't had a chance to do that. And if you haven't had a chance to sign up to Mortgage Magnates, go ahead and do it. It's only $13.99 a month. You'll learn a ton from other brokers across the industry. There are no sales talking heads on that website. It is all your peers and they are all teaching you how they did it. So it's an opportunity for you to learn and grow. And it's all about brokers helping brokers and lifelong learning. Thanks for listening to episode seven of Mortgage Magnates, the podcast. We'll see you next Monday.